Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast Season 2, Episode 25, presented by Primo X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And we are so close to our 50th episode. This is Episode 49 of the podcast, but we are one episode away from 50. Bailey, like, who would have thought that we'd already be almost to Episode 50 within us starting this back in february like, yeah the, it's is this a good time to tell you i'm leaving <laughs> wow no just wow. kidding just kidding right no, before I'm... episode 50 it's like bye wow ruined cool. ruin the streak no i i could not be more excited it's i mean it's a huge milestone to, i mean i can't say i was here for all 50 but to be right. able to say i'm part of the 50th i I'm a co-host on the 50th episode is insane. And I'm just, I, I'm super grateful to be doing this. And I mean, obviously we wouldn't be here without everybody else's support too. So we're super grateful for everybody, but yeah, no, it's yeah. going to be exciting. We've got a fun idea planned for number 52 and I can't wait. Yeah. The original plan for 50, was going to be like a special episode, but scheduling conflicts have popped up so unfortunately we're not gonna be able to do a christmas special like we wanted to but we might change it to a new year special maybe so be on the lookout for that when that does drop well hey instead of christmas sweaters we got streamers and party hats so yeah yeah we we're all of drinking age we can drink champagne it'll be fun yeah why not <laughs> we already have two amazing guests already lined up that we're so excited for just the just the energy we're gonna have just between oh our it's guests. gonna be great it's gonna be a lot of fun so definitely be on the lookout for that um so you've probably seen it on our socials but if you haven't seen it yet if you've been just waiting listen for the waiting for the episodes to drop um we are at the search cast are gonna be leaving belly up sports at the end of the year um we appreciate our time with them. It's just it, at this point, we kind of want, we're going in different directions, but you know, we, you know, we appreciate everything they've done for us and they've given us a platform to, you know, grow a voice and do everything we've done. So, you know, massive amounts of appreciation to them. And, you know, we wish, we wish nothing but the best for belly up, but this is technically our last episode with belly up um, before we go into episode 50. So episode 50 
is going to have a lot of, I think, cool things coming up around then too. So stay tuned for some news. Um, but like I said, we just wanted to announce that we are leaving Bailey up, you know, on the podcast. Like I said, we do appreciate them for everything they've done for us. So it's yeah. no, and uh, just to add to, I mean, it, it's a little bittersweet for me just knowing because this is a, something I'm hoping to potentially make into a career one day. And right. my experience thus far would not have been possible without Belly Up taking me under their wing, without you and Beth and everybody kind of helping me out and basically mentoring me. Um, being my hockey parents, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> but, um, it, it's it's really n- bittersweet for me, um, yeah. and it's something I just want to make abundantly clear. We wish nothing but the best for be- mm-hmm. our Belly Up family moving forward. Yeah. Um, it's something we will always love our Belly Up uh, family over at Belly Up. Um, but yeah, we are moving in a bit of a different direction, starting a new journey. We've got some in- exciting things coming up in or er, in return. So yeah. Definitely on the, yeah, definitely on the lookout for that. There might be some announcements coming down the pipe here in the next couple of weeks. So keep on the lookout for that. But before we jump into hockey talk, Bailey, how have you been? I know it's been a whirlwind of the last couple of weeks, to say the least. Oh, yeah. Um, the snow is finally starting to melt. Um, we got a heck of a snowstorm last night. Um, so I have been kind of dealing with the craziness on the roads here in Colorado. Um, but other right. than that, no, I've been good. It's been a nice little week. It's been a little more low key than I'm used to at work, which has been really nice. So yeah, I give, you, give, give you a little bit more time of a breather instead of being like, yeah. Oh yeah. Straight chaos for mm-hmm. like four days out of the week. So no, and it helps that work. We're moving to a different, uh, kind of way of running things too. So, um, it's going to be a little easier for me and the other techs to kind of help run things and do things as opposed to it being chaotic 99% of the time. And as much (laughs) as I love chaos, um, this is not the good kind. (laughs) Yeah. You you want, you want hockey chaos, not like Mm -hmm. work chaos. I mean, yeah, it's so give me, give me all the hockey chaos. I'll take that. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. No, but that's been, that's been a little nice having a bit of a breather. How are you? Ah, doing good. You know, just trying to get everything situated with the house. You know, we're coming up on our final payments of getting all the renovation stuff, renovation stuff taken care of. You know, then it's like getting ready for the new year. Um, Spending New Year in the house is exciting, though. Yeah, definitely is. It's gonna be nice, and then spending Christmas at the house too is gonna be nice. We already Mm -hmm. got kind of like Christmas Eve plans here, but then we're gonna go to uh, my wife's sister, so we're gonna go over there. We're just throwing like four minutes down the road so oh, that's, that's like, nice too bad for christmas yeah so that's gonna be nice no snow down here but we've uh had a weird it's been like in the 60s now in the last week has been like in the 40s and 50s so it's just oh it makes God. no sense it's just it's all over the place i don't know what weather we're gonna get now but i need I mean, to look and see it, i think it was a low grant swears that it was four degrees or it felt like four degrees yesterday i remember seeing like eight nine but not uh, oh, four. Gosh. Eight and nine degrees, my word. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is currently 20 degrees outside. So I would kill for 42, 45 right now. It'd be- yeah, right. Yeah. But that's it's not it's not too bad right now. It's 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 not too bad, but now I mean we're talking about things that are staying kind of hot. How about these hurricanes? I mean <laughs> nice little segue. <laughs> hey, you know, 
Well, you, you've done about this for 49 episodes. You could kind of get some segues in there correctly. So, you know, yeah. it is I, what it is. Props. <laughs> props. Hey, you know what? At least it's not the hockey puns. We're not at the hockey puns. Oh, part God. Here we go. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to you. It's I've done enough of the puns. It's okay. Hey, it's the 49th episode. We're almost at 50. You can do whatever the heck you want at this point. <laughs> You're episode, not going to get any judgment from me. Episode 50, we're going to just be dropping so many puns in there. Mm-hmm. It's, they're they're, they're going to come thick and fast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and so. you may have somebody joining you in those puns, too. I, I have a feeling at least somebody is going to join in on the fun. I mean, you know, I can't really complain. So I'll, I'll, take it. I'll take it. You know, when you're slaving away at some of these puns, man, you got to make sure you guys stay on top of things. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. So, so Jesper Foss was taken care of. Jacob Slavens is taken care of. I want a good start. I want a you good need start. to start making a list. <laughs> I like, should. You need one for the entire team. Oh, gosh. Try and th- try the entire well, roster, head coach included. Well, the thing is, are we going all last names, or are we doing like a mix of first names and last names? No, I mean, as long as it associates with a player, it's fine. Yeah, Kachekov might be really hard to try to slip into a pun on that one. That one might be yeah. a little tough. I mean, I can't just Piotr along here and just try to figure something out. So, <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Oh, oh man, I... I I was hoping that would work, and it so did. Oh, oh gosh! All right, so, sorry. So, so before this is an hour and a half of me coming up with puns, I'll I'll save everyone. If you're, we if get, you're still we've here, we've got more exciting things to talk about. We have a lot of things to talk about because there's so much Hurricanes mm-hmm. content. To talk well, I mean, about, when the team is this it. hot, it's hard. It's it's kind of easy to come up with stuff to I know talk about I know, and get excited about. I know it really is. So, I mean, we might as well just talk about it. So, the Hurricanes, we don't, we know they played last night, but we're going to kind of wind back a little bit. Um, the Hurricanes, because a couple days ago they played their last road game in Detroit. Bailey, I'm telling you, that six-game road trip felt like forever. Mm-hmm. Like, like what, is it two weeks on the road, six games in the middle of that. Like, you, play, like you played yeah. on like a – what was it? You played on a Tuesday. You finally get to Friday. Yep, feels like it felt like it took took forever. Like even the Hurricanes are saying it felt like three days before we got to I got to a game. Mm-hmm. This it was insane. Yeah, but, and, and this is from Mike uh, Sunheim, which I love this. Like another reason why the scheduling needs to figure it out because what was it? Reason last number one million nine hundred thirty-two thousand whatever. Oh my god, the NHL schedule. It's it's, it's like it's like that one song is like what like something minutes like i forget what that song is i forget what the song is like the one they da, 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 da. yeah yeah, no, yeah i know it's 500 million some blah 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 100 yeah that it's just like it's so it just took forever it took forever it was unnecessary and it's like what are we what are, what are we doing here right because like last night for the scheduling 12 games last night three today how do you go from having 24 teams in the league playing to six I know for fantasy, it's brutal for all of us. We're like, I like one night we have we don't have enough space because especially for the league that we're in, <laughs> we'll have our hockey nerd friends. Mm-hmm. Not enough roster spaces when everyone's playing. And the and thing is, though, not enough guys playing the next day. Like what are we, we doing complain here? about utility spots, but even if we had two utility spots, it would not help at all. It would help. It would help a little bit, but not for these two. huge. Not for these huge game day. Yeah, I mean, things. I mean, I don't know. Well, mo- well, most of the time, I only have like two or three extra guys on the bench. If we had two utility spots, I was like, okay, 
who is the one guy I'm leaving off my on my bench? Like, yeah. I could deal with that, not having like three guys on my bench. Where I'm like, who do I take off? It's, right. Uh, it's, it's one of those things. But so Mike Sunheim, uh, the Kings finished a six game road stretch. This was like right before the this was right before the Detroit game. How much of a grind has the schedule been? Since opening night, 50 of 64 days have involved travel, 27 outside of the Eastern time zone. Starting Thursday, which was, you know, this starting yesterday, um, 55 of the remaining 120 days of the season involve travel. So you're going from 50 and 64 with 27 outside of the Eastern time zone. Now you're going 55 out of the next 120. Only four games are outside of the Eastern time zone. Yeah. Like wh- what? Yeah. How do you how do you get 50 out of 64 and then 27 of those 50 are out of the Eastern time zone but then you get 55 of the next 120 four outside of the Eastern time zone. Who comes up with this stuff? I... Like like they they push all of our they push all of our like central mountain Pacific time zone games all into the first like two months of the season and it's like all right cool you guys can just down the east coast for the rest of the year except for like four random games like what? right <laughs> they yep. got all they got all of our west coast stuff out of the way early it's like geez thanks guys we appreciate that i mean yeah i i i don't <laughs> it's kind, no. it was kind of nice for me having stuff at least it, it's oh, it'd be canes after dark out. every night <laughs> well no not necessarily canes after dark too because even with Canes after dark with games being in for the, you, yeah, it's yeah, normal. for yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I'm not done watching games till like eleven o'clock at night sometimes. Yeah, for it's those just, after dark games. So it, it's that was just brutal. Like that's so brutal. All those yeah. games, other than because they lumped all of them so close together. It made like mm-hmm. why are we why are we lumping all these games so close together? And then after that, it's like okay. Like, I will what? say it, it's nice for the 25th anniversary season uh, when they can spend a lot of the later uh, part of the season kind of close yeah. to home. I, I kind of get that, but yeah, I get that. I mean, a little more of balance would have been nice, but that is a right, lot. Yeah. That's a lot of travel in the first 64 days. You get 27 outside of the Eastern time zone in the first Just, 64. It's nice to kind of look at, though, because we're done with the longest road trip that the Canes have for the rest of the season. Because I, I was just trying to count up. Uh, we have, and I'm counting back-to-back as, like, any road games that don't have a home game in the middle of it. So right. we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more back-to-back road games That's not for the rest of the season. So. That's not terrible. Well, because we looked at last month, like they were barely home in November. Like mm-hmm. the Hurricanes were barely home. Now they're home. They're, they're all you see is home games, home games, home games, home games, which is good. At least they're all going to be home most of the time. Mm-hmm. I know. Fe- I know February. It's like Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. 
Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We get like that all-star break off, and it's like almost the entire month outside, like maybe a game or two. They're all going to be at home. Yeah. And a lot and a lot of them are back to backs because scheduling. So. Right. It's oh, I'm it's I'm so I'm so looking forward to having to do the Hall of Fame game, do the multiple drives back and forth to South Carolina and back, <laughs> and then go to the Stadium Series game yeah. on that Saturday. Oh, Friday is going to be so much fun for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Worth I, it. You, you know need, you need it, some Red Bulls or some coffees at hand, some Dunkin'. Bang, bang energy shirts. Bang energy. There you go. Bang. See, I would get monsters, but want but monsters don't do anything for me now. So they're basically I'm just having those for the flavor at that. It's just right. the taste. Like mm-hmm. that really tells you something that monsters don't do anything. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I just drink it for the taste. I <laughs> just like, I, I think it was so hilarious. The first time I was introduced to Bang Energy, Grant raved over it and he was like we need to try the black cherry one it's like the best i this keeps me awake for like five hours i i get super buzzed on it like you you gotta try it because caffeine doesn't normally work on me i tried it i was asleep in an hour if that, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> big energies is like nah fam you're good you're gonna yeah. fall asleep like normal no and that's i i don't know if I if I've had one that I just can't remember, but I the only caffeine buzz that I remember having is in high school when I chugged a like large Dunkin' drink, and I had like I was shaking for like five minutes and then I almost fell asleep in my next class. <laughs> oh my gosh! The only I think the first time I ever really got a buzz was trying or trying a Red Bull for the first time. <laughs> in my or, in my or, in my orientation for Target when I was like in high school, like my first okay, job. yeah, first job ever, like in between freshman and sophomore year, <laughs> sitting there shaking during the orientation. Oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, I, like my like my skin is just is my skin is just being jittery, and I'm sitting there going like, <laughs> like I, I'm like laser focused. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is yeah. this feeling? But the, after that. Yeah. No. I was thinking no. I was maybe going to rel- relive a caffeine buzz yesterday because my job, they did this free coffee bar. Oh, um, there you the go. Building oh, managers I, uh, set up I would like just a free. Keep them coming. Just keep right. them coming. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hard to kind of step out when I've got patients to help take well, care right, of. Yeah. Though, but yeah. I went and got two coffees and I was struggling to stay on my feet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For the yeah. day. I mean, it, it was nice that it was a leisurely day because one of my the people, one of my team was out. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's funny because people are like that's not good for you if you can't if that doesn't do anything to you. It's like, hey, listen, when all we do these days is try to live off of caffeine to stay awake because of everything we have to do. Yep. You get kind of used to it at this point. It's not how it used to be where it's like, whoa, energy. Now it's like, <laughs> what's that? It's how you build a caffeine addiction. <laughs> so America. <laughs> yep. Amongst but... other things. But yeah, so <laughs> Yeah, so the hurricane, you know, so the hurricanes won the night in Detroit, one nothing. End of the six mm-hmm. game, end of the six game roadie, which, like I said, felt like forever. The Canes yeah. were back forever. Too many games in between. I'm like, are the hurricanes ever going to return home? Like, what is home? Like, even yeah. like the admins were having fun with like, it's like, do they have to use the GPS to get back to the stadium because we don't know where it's like. <laughs> We've been gone too long. 
you know, and fans were making jokes, but like, oh yeah, I just followed the traffic into the arena. So that's, <laughs> that's a good idea. I mean, just follow I the mean, traffic. That's, and, that's fair. It's fair. Just follow the just follow the traffic into the arena, and something might it might work. You might find a parking spot. Um, Maybe. You'll pay yeah, right. 20, 30 bucks for it, but at least you'll find the arena. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. Um, so so this is the tweet from Walt Ruff. So there is part of it we're going to talk about. And there's well, I'm, I'm going to read the whole tweet off, but there's going to be parts of it we're going to talk about later. Um, so the Hurricanes won one nothing in Detroit. That was – how we only won one nothing is still surprising, but I'm glad we did it. Uh, Pierre Kachekov became the, the team's first netminder in nearly 20 years to post a back-to-back shutout. And the unit closes out the six-game roadie, five zero and one. Like, you'll take that. It's so like I said, we'll talk Absolutely. about we'll, we'll talk about the Piotr stuff here in, uh, later on in the show. But more, so this is from the so this is from the Hurricanes account. Talk more about the six-game road trip. Six-game roadie, three different time zones, three. Mm-hmm. Haven't played at home in seventeen days. Yep. Seventeen days they have not played a home game. They won eleven of twelve. Yeah. So I know. I know. Last episode, Spencer asked us how how we thought about going. What was it? Eight and ten, or like eight of nine, or ten of eleven. I think I forget what how he worded it, but it was somewhere in the in the Something range, like, like eight, that. Yeah. Like eight of nine, or ten of eleven, or whatever. Or but the fact that the team went eleven of twelve, and like the one with like an overtime loss to Anaheim. Yeah. Lost to Anaheim, won Which, every other game. I, I'm sure a lot of fans will agree too. Was not our best game. So it, the fact that Anaheim could get the upper hand on us, it was not surprising. No, it's really not. But I mean, if you look at but if you look at that road trip, you get see so you, you have the second game of a back to back again against Calgary, and this is after our insane skid that we were on, where it was like what four. Like between Colorado on the on that Thursday the seventeenth till Boston on that Friday the twenty fifth, one two three, four overtime games, all losses. Mm-hmm. So like you're on you're on a bad streak, like the, the streak is re- like you're on a bad run at that point. Like you did beat Chicago on the fourteenth, but that was still, you know, in the middle of a, like, <laughs> in the middle of a run that wasn't good. So you play Calgary. On the second half of a back-to-back, okay, you're home against Calgary. You just lost to Boston the day before. You're on. You're on a bit of a skid. How is the team going to come out? Right. Beat Calgary three-two. Okay, cool. Got a win. Maybe they'll start picking up something. Two days later, you're in Pittsburgh to start the six-game the six-game road trip in 17 days because mm-hmm. NHL scheduling just likes to have fun with long road trips for whatever reason. Yeah. Win three-two in Pittsburgh. Then you go play. Then you go play St. Louis. Beat them six to four. That game was yeah. should not have gotten as close as it did. The score was a lot different. You go play. You go play the Kings two days later. You win four two. Lose in Anaheim. It is what it is. Then you have three days off in between. And you get to play the Islanders at their place. I think that's a game that they were talking about where like it felt like forever because it's like three games felt like three years because it's just how long it was on. Cat's birthday, so happy belated birthday to Cat! Right, um, yep, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, because I was on her birthday, and the in the in the Canes won three nothing to shoot up the, the shot up the Islanders, mm-hmm. and then two days later you play against Detroit, you beat them one nothing. So the fact it was like with one, two, three, four, five, six, you had seven days off in between like three games. It's insane how the Hurricanes 
were able to still keep a, that streak going with seven days in between three games. Yeah. Because you had two between the Kings and the Ducks, and you had three between the Ducks and the Islanders for the, from going from the West Coast back to the East. Then you get two more days off to play Detroit. So like, I mean, a, I'm glad they got. I'm glad they got some rest time because going back and forth like that, it's brutal. I know it's brutal. jet lag isn't as big of a thing when you're going between time zones here in the U.S., but it's still kind of rough. And oh yeah, I mean, the one thing that I will say too is normally on big road trips like this, you see a little bit of a slump towards the end in players just because you know they're getting a little homesick. Yeah. Um, and they're away from their families. There's they're away from regularity and normalcy. Um, but I will say to finish out the road trip, the way that they did is incredibly impressive and incredibly showing as to the potential of this team. Yeah. Well, and I forget who said, I think it was Mike Bianscalco or Shane Willis or something. Like, I think it was Shane that said like, guys, guys would rather have games where they were closer together instead of having like these long extended days off in between because after a while like you're so used to going to the rink you're so used to playing hockey it's like if you get three days off in a row then it's like you kind of get out of a groove in a sense because it's just like yeah. you're outside of practice what are you mainly doing no and that's Sitting. we've seen that so many times with this team too yeah it's just you you get out of a routine where you're so used to being at the rink doing stuff so much all the time mm-hmm. then it's like okay well here's three days off We'll skate for two of them. They're like, what, maybe a couple hours? No, and everybody and, has their own kind of routine. You break that routine, and your life is completely skewered for yeah, a few days I mean, until you can get it back on track. I mean, it's no different with uh, an athlete. Yeah, it's so. yeah. So I think just having all those days off between could have thrown the team off, but they still came out and did their job. And the fact, like I said, you go 11 of 12, 17 games on the road, like you really can't beat that. Like, Mm-hmm. That is a that is a great run the Canes have been on. I mean, the team has been playing very, very well, and it's like, how can you not enjoy that? How right. can you not enjoy that? And the thing too is like they're like this run that they were on in the on the road on the road trip, and then of course playing last night against Seattle on Star Wars night. Mm-hmm. They are they are in a nine game point streak. Yeah, they've got, they've gotten a point in every game since the Boston game. Back yep. on Friday, the 25th. Friday, the 25th, yep. Yeah, so the day after Thanksgiving until now, they've gone on a nine-game point streak as a team. Like And like I said, they've gone – what is it now? They've, they are, what, 13 of 13 of 14 since then too? Because they came home 11 of 12, win last night. So they're 13 of the last 14. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. is a run. That is a yeah. run to be on. And That's think, fantastic. And here, and here's the crazy part too: the Canes, the Hurricanes, still have a game in hand on the Devils, and they're only four points back of first place in the Metro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a game. They have a game in hand on Pittsburgh, who is technically tied with them on forty points. But the Hurricanes are still up on them too. And then the rest of the division, there, two games in hand on the Rangers, who are in fourth, and the Hurricanes are three points ahead of them. Quick uh, six. We're fifteen of sixteen. Quick math. Think, oh, fifteen of sixteen. Why did I say thirteen? And I you had a ro- game. Oh. you missing a game because we had the lot overtime loss against Boston. We had the win against Calgary. Win against Pittsburgh. Oh, against uh, yeah, I, 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 I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking because the road trip was eleven of twelve. I forgot the Calgary yeah. game. So yeah. yeah, sorry. So fifteen of sixteen. Even better. Even yeah. better. 
So I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like I said, we got a couple games in here on the Rangers. They're at thirty-seven points. Got a game in here on the Islanders. Are fifth, five points ahead. Three on three on Washington, who's in six, and they got thirty-four points. And then Philly's at twenty-seven, and Columbus is at twenty-two. I'm not worried about Philly or Columbus at this point. They're kind of. They're they're falling so far. No, behind you remember us. the last time we said that you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we, right. we we can't say that against Philly anymore. <laughs> also, very true. I'm just kind of I'm just kind of surprised where the Islanders are at right now because we thought, nah, it's whatever. But I mean, I don't know. It, but the thing is, like I said, if you look where the the Hurricanes are at, they're gone 15 to 16. They're, they've put themselves in a really good spot in the Metro where. Yes, they're only technically six ahead of Washington, but they got three games in hand. Mm-hmm. So anything can happen. We get those three extra games to, to tie Washington in games played. Yeah. D- depending on how Washington's done, like you can get a little bit more of a separation in that. Because look at the you look at the wild card. The Hurricanes are technically three points up on the Rangers and five points up on the Islanders, and they got games in hand on both of those teams. Mm-hmm. So right now the Hurricanes have put themselves in a pretty good spot of getting themselves away from a potential wild card spot and putting them in the in the top three in the division. Yeah, no. Let's just talk about the league stats in general too, because I mean we're sixth in the league right now, uh, setting at forty points, twenty nine games. And, and, and the, the fun part, yeah, and the fun part is outside of Boston, we have games in hand on everyone else. That's, mm-hmm. that's between second and fifth. Yep, so we have a chance to catch up to, yeah, we could easily catch up to Vegas if we kind of stay on this hot hand that we have. So, and I'm... Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I shouldn't say that I'm not worried about it, but honestly, <laughs> I'm not. So, there... <laughs> well, because we hit game 30, we're still going to have like 52 games left in the year. That's still a lot of hockey left. Mm-hmm. We're sort of like 53 games left in the season. That's a lot of hockey that's still to go because anything can happen. Yep. But I mean, right now it's a good time to be a Hurricanes fan. You're 17, six and six, 15 of the last 16 points. Like you're on a massive run right now. Like we all we're all worried in November. Like okay, what's going on? Yeah, that long loss this... streak. You remember when everybody was freaking out? No yeah. more. And well, well, you and me were both worried for that Boston game. We were like, oh boy, especially after the after the Phoenix after the Arizona game. We're like. This I mean, might be a problem, but they played well though. They played. They well played Boston. really well against Boston. I, and... I I hate it though that we blew that two goal lead and lost in overtime. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's it is what it is. Experience Kane's I mean, hockey. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but then after that, you go you go play Calgary the next day, and now you're on a stupid good run mm-hmm. outside of the overtime loss against Anaheim. I mean, you're feeling pretty good right about now. Like I said, seventeen six and six, forty points in the league right, forty points right now. You're sixth in the league. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So... They made two, both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. 
while the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Mm-hmm. Technically, you're tied with Pittsburgh just on points-wise, but just because of games in hand and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like I think oh, points percentage because the Hurricanes are at 690. Pittsburgh's at 667. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're still looking good, though. You're still looking yep. in a solid spot. You're well within a playoff spot at this point. Right. And so I'm, I was going to say, too, so two of our three upcoming games are against mm-hmm. opponents that are ahead of us in the league. Yeah, because um, you've got yeah, we're you got playing Dallas. Dallas tomorrow, and then we play New Jersey on Tuesday. Uh, Pittsburgh on Sunday. And then, that's what, but I mean, I'm more so talking about oh, it, in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, in, yeah, leading us right now. Yeah, New Jersey, who's been on a they they've kind of come out as the underdogs that I didn't expect taking this kind of a turn in the season. Well, remember our our preview, our prediction. Show. Yes, I remember. You never let me forget. <laughs> hey, I predicted them to finish fourth in the division, and I know um, there's been a few Devils podcasts that are like. All right, we, we expect that. <laughs> like, like, okay, cool. We, we like that. Yeah, I think it's a devil state of mind with uh, Neil. He's like, I like that. I like that pick. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I, he does. I, I I said fourth. I said fourth. I I just didn't know they were going to come out and do this. I mean, mm-hmm. no one, no, not only anyone had had a thought they were going to come out and just start leading the Metro. No, and I I and going on I a twelve game be, winning streak. I knew they were going to be decent, but I just I didn't expect this. Oh, you mean you mean a twelve game winning streak? Like they're just absolutely just dismantling everybody. It's like I Dougie's mean, feeling pretty good about himself right now. <laughs> hey, Vanacek is looking pretty good in that net for for the Devils. I mean, he it's mm-hmm. like <clears throat> you think Vanacek is feeling himself pretty good too, the being the number one guy in New Jersey right now. I mean, and just got... looking at some quick stats right now too, as of the last five games for uh, the Devils. Uh, Dougie Hamilton leads in the three of those categories, and that would be assists, points, and plus minus. And that plus minus is only at one, which makes you think what's been going on the past few games where the biggest plus minus is just one, where Martin Natchez is at four. Well, I mean, the Devils have lost a few more games as of Mm -hmm. late, too. So, So, they're still playing really well, but they're they're starting to taper off. I mean, they're still going to be playing well, but I think they're tapering off the stupid hot streak they've been on, too. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the Hurricanes, though, you love the streak they're on right now. So, you you beat Seattle last night. John Forslund's back in the building again. I mean, it's not his first time, but he's back. You beat Seattle 3-2. You were up 3-0. Got a little too close for my comfort. Yeah. But then, you, like you said, you got Dallas tomorrow on a first of a back bag against Pittsburgh Sunday, which mm-hmm. for a five o'clock game on a Sunday is interesting. I'm not used to like mid afternoon games, but yeah. Then you get a day off. Then you play New Jersey at home. Then you're off again. And then you get a back to back away to Pittsburgh and then home against Philly the next day. Which that is probably the only oh I was going to say no that's not even away in Philadelphia. Oh no it's, it's it's home in, yeah it's an, So they have to go up to Pennsylvania and then, and then right, right back, back down. What the to hell? play the play to play the <laughs> other Pennsylvania team where you could have just done a back to back roadie <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Like you're already there. Oh it's like, my god! It'd be it'd be a quick like hour flight or mm-hmm. hour and a half to go from. Not Pittsburgh even to a Philly. flight. You could probably just hop on a bus at that point. You probably could. Yeah, you could just bus yourself from save Pittsburgh the to airfare. 
yeah, go from Pittsburgh to Philly, and then it's just like, okay, here, here's your two road games, and then come back. No, we're going to make you go to Pittsburgh and come straight back to play the other Pennsylvania team at home. Oh, my and then, God. But then you get two days off. Three days. No, sorry. You get three, three. days off. And then, then play we play Chicago at home, two days <laughs> off. Then we play Florida at home to round out December. Yep. So, I mean, that's uh, – was it? One, two, three, four, five, six – seven home games to finish out the month with one random road game seven out of eight seven home. out of seven out of eight being home to finish the month and some random road trip to pittsburgh just because oh my scheduling God. baby gotta love scheduling. it gotta i love it honestly to in out of all of these games i am really excited for the dallas game I Dallas Dallas is going to be fun. The New Jersey game is going to be fun. I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see how that's going to play out. But then we got Pittsburgh twice. And then you have I, your, I hope both teams have fun game on the 27th. Oh, no. <laughs> all Hurricanes <laughs> that game. Okay. All Hurricanes. The Blackhawks are in last place. They're going for Connor Bedard <laughs> at this point. All hurricanes that game, baby. I I, I know where we stand. Well, now. hey, you need to have your Piotr Kochetkov. Uh, uh, no, no, you're getting that for the stadium series. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was going to say you need to get your jersey ordered, but I was like that can't happen yet. Which that's something I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but they basically have said if you had a stadium series jersey planned as a Christmas present, change your plans. Yeah, it's it's still going to be a bit. It's, yeah, so we're probably looking at a January, early February release for those. It's I've already asked for it to be my birthday present since my birthday is in March. <laughs> You've played the hey, anniversary present. My other 25th is anniversary present. I did get another jersey. It wasn't the Hurricanes because at that point there was another <laughs> yeah. jersey to get. No other right. jersey to get. That was for Christmas and it was on sale. But then, Ayo. you know. Hey, but then the stadium series jersey is going to be a birthday present, and I already got my guy picked out for it too. Yep, Mr. Piotr Kochetkov. Absolutely. Who Piotr, else would it Piotr, be? Piotr the Great. Well, I mean, Seth Jarvis would be a good pick too, though. Seth Jarvis or, would be a good pick. Or you know, Mr. Svechnikov. But I mean, I haven't got you know how I don't really have any goalie jerseys because you never know with goalies, right? I mean, I am going to get. I a mean, this guy's I, locked up for four more years, so. I mean, my other 25th anniversary is going to be a Cam Ward jersey. So, I mean, it's not a bad mm-hmm. pick. Yep. But, but I'm like, all right, it's time to get a, it's time to get a current goalie. This kid's playing absolutely insane. I love, I just love this dude. Mm-hmm. It's Piotr. He, he's the yep. Stadium Series jersey. So, are you getting one too, possibly, or are you still thinking about the Stadium Series? No, I'm get, absolutely getting a Stadium Series jersey, 100. Who are you going to get though? Is the question. That's where I'm kind of torn. I I don't know yet. Part of me is kind of leading towards Svetch, but I don't know. You also mentioned Jarvis would be a really good pick. Yeah, Jarvis would be a good pick. Or, hey, we can just be twins again and both just get P.O.'d or just be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that would work too. But in case, Either I mean, way. like I said, I'm getting my, my cam on my 25th. And then yeah, we're, we're both gonna, we're both gonna, we both have ahos. We're both gonna have Cam Ward twenty fifth, Piotr the Great. <laughs> Skip Piotr yeah. the Great. Just just no, the tri- but see, I've been wanting, so. I've been, I've been wanting a Svechnikov jersey forever, though. But you I have I, to. I'm, I mean, it makes sense. You get Svech. I could, I could get Svech on an away though. 
they do have a lot of those at the eye. I think mean, when I went to the yeah. home opener, like every road jersey was a Svechnikov. So I mean, you're and they're they were all like two X's. Like that's all they had. Oh I'm yeah, like, see, I can't wait. No, that doesn't work. Well, I, I <laughs> asked them. I asked them any other sizes. Like no, they never. They haven't sent us any of the new. They haven't sent us any other white jerseys yet. I'm Are like, you serious? You know, I've been trying to hold up my bet with my abs fam. And they are running into the same exact problem. They just can't get jerseys. Can't get jerseys. They're, I don't know how. You, you can get everyone else, but yeah, honestly, the Svetch would be a good pick, though. Especially, yeah. but Svetch on a roadie, but Seth Jarvis on the stadium series, I'd be here for Especially if it's the Canes after dark-inspired ones. If they are going with those black jerseys with the red They've numbers, already said they are changing it up a little bit. Uh, okay. Hey, so it, it is it, not going to – Don Waddell, I think, came out and said that because that's what my dad was told by somebody at the eye. They were like, yeah, they got leaked before the game was supposed to happen in 2021, right. and that was supposed to be the jersey. Don Waddell has recently come out and said that is not the case anymore. Can't blame them. So, I mean, they're so, gonna, I, I hope it's not like a Tampa Bay Bolts or like the National Predators. Oh, like. God, the Smashville jerseys were – Hey, hey, it's not it's not as bad as the Avalanche Stadium Series jerseys with whoever that See, wore. okay, I don't hate those. Grant I don't hate them. Despises them. I don't hate them, but they're not the greatest. They're no, not they're the not. Greatest. They're by far not the greatest Stadium Series jersey the, ever the, to the, exist. The Smashville, but jer- the Smashville jerseys are pretty bad. They're no, pretty the Smashville bad. jerseys are a thousand percent worse. Oh, you all, you know who else is also bad though? The Pittsburgh Penguins Winter Classics they're going to be for this oh, year against wait, the Bruins. I need, to, I need to look those up. I don't remember those off the top It's of just my head. that big yellow P on the front. It looks like Oh, yeah! The, the, the Pittsburgh Pirate knockoff Yeah, jerseys. the Pirates knockoffs. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like okay, that's really cool, guys. You just be able to put a big P on it. Like, what are you, the Pirates? Like, get Let out me of copy here. your homework. I promise it won't be the same. Yep. Oh, well, same thing with Detroit City Chicago for this year's mm-hmm. reverse retros. Oh, my word. <laughs> See, you this, you'd think the whoever's in charge of those departments would be a little better about that. I mean, I mean, hey, somehow the Bruins go from having the having the really sick reverse retros with Pooh Bear to the Meth Bear for their Winter Classics. So they've they've gone from one extreme to the other. Look at look look at this know. look at this really cool jersey. So look at this like oh my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> In the same year, so I in mean, the same year. That's so. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for the Hurricanes if they if they go with if honestly if they go somewhat <clears throat> with that like Canes after dark like neon design, I'm mm-hmm. here for it. Yeah, like, no, it would so. be cool, and I hope they incorporate that and don't change the design completely because that would be really really cool. But honestly, honestly, I would even be I would be okay with like a silver jersey with like the like like the double flag or like the or like this like, like an all that. silver jersey. Not an all silver, but oh, you know, like, okay. but like you have the warning flags on the bottom and all that jazz. But it's, oh but no, like the a, warning flag I feel like is absolutely going to be on that jersey. But, yeah, but, but, if you, but, but if you do like, if it's like a silver or like a gray, you know, like like how like how we have like the grays and like in the flags and stuff like that. Yeah, put a little bit. Of, if it was like a gray like that, maybe it could work. But honestly, though, I, I'd be all set for the black like kids after darks. That would be mm-hmm. so sick. I, mean, I, I just, black looks really sleek and clean to me. Yeah, it does. And, I mean, you can't go wrong with a black jersey design. It's really, really hard no. unless you somehow miss on the logo. <laughs> we got so many jerseys this year. Like, I'm curious to see what the way, I wonder if they're going to go back to the normal green Whalers jerseys or. I think they are. 
you'd be really funny if they just were like, hey, out of left field, we're going with the blue Whalers jerseys for, for See, Whalers See, if they're going to do throwback for the 25th anniversary, they kind of have to do that. I feel like yeah, you on, have on, to on, at least bring on, the Navy jerseys back in. Those Navy jerseys are awesome. Bring bring those back for the for Whalers night. That would be mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. Which which is funny because the fact that the Hurricanes actually followed me on my personal on Whalers night last year, signed me in. Yes, it would just be perfect. Fantastic. Let's bring back the blue jerseys. Now, while we're talking about getting jerseys too, are you getting an Ice Caps jersey? I would love to. I'm not going to. I'm unfortunately not going to be at that game. I would love to. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're even selling jerseys though, because I know they're just the warm ups. That's something I may need to call the Carolina Pro Shop and inquire about. I mean, if I mean, if they're going to have like t-shirts <clears throat> and hats and stuff, I might just ask someone. Hey, can you like run down there and snag me one of those beauties? Because those things are nice. Right. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited for that though. That's going to be. That's going to be so great. So. Moving on, because we got a lot more stuff to talk about. We went on a little bit longer diatribe of like stadium series jerseys and designs and all that good stuff, but we have a lot to talk about. Yep. Um. So the next thing we're bringing up, Paul Stassi actually just played his 1100th game in the NHL. Uh, what day was that? I think it was against. I think it was against Detroit. Yeah, it was the Detroit game. His 1100th game that night. And uh, this is from Walt Ruff. He'll become just the sixth player from the 2005 draft to reach that milestone. He's joining Sidney Crosby, Anze Kopitar, Andrew Cogliano, Mark Edward Vlasic, or Edward, yeah, Mark Mark Edward Vlasic, but Edward is E D O U A R D. And he's got like a, like an apostrophe above the E. And then the yep. last, and the last guy, Keith Yandel. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Now Paul Stassi is the seventh guy to hit 1,100 games from that 2005, or sorry, sixth guy to do that in that draft class. And let's just talk about this too. And I hope this is because I'm I was looking up some news just to make sure I had it right for the game. He's the third player this season to reach that mark, following Milan Luch or Lucic. I think that's how. You oh, say oh, it. oh, Milan Lucic or Lucic and. Our, his teammate won Mr. Captain Jordan Stahl. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So. There you go. I mean, there's a lot of names on this list. Like, you, you, you have to think, you know, Anze's going to the hall. Obviously, Sydney's going to the hall. You can make a case for Keith Yandel, too. I mean, I know he hasn't really won cups, but, I mean, when you're, like, you, Iron Man streaks and all that stuff, I, I can see Keith at one point doing it, too. But, mm-hmm. but. Congrats to Paul. You know, gets yeah. a one hundred, gets eleven hundred, gets a win that night. This has been a nice little stretch for him too. I was gonna yeah. say too because he scored his first goal with the Canes in the past few days as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the as the fourth line center, so I mean, he, I guess he's finally found his spot. Well, no, it wasn't as a fourth line center, was it? Because that was the game that Aho was out, and I think he was oh, no, no. up to the. Oh, was he? Well, because I know recently, I know recently he was playing fourth line. Yeah, so I think he was playing first line, first line center. Oh, yeah, sorry, he was playing first line. Yeah, well, I know recently he was playing 4C until until Ajo went out. Now, yeah, now he's back for the 1C. So, yeah, they subbed him in for uh, to be the 1C, um, and he scored his first goal, and this was during the Islanders' shutout game. Right, right, um, right. Where that was assisted by Svechnikov and Brady Shea. Of course. Of course it is. All (laughs) right, so going, sorry, so real quick, so we got maybe – 
one or two other things to talk about before we go into our break. Um, we were talking about jerseys a little bit ago, especially these 25th anniversary jerseys. <laughs> After the Seattle game, we are currently 3-0 and mm-hmm. in these 25th anniversary jerseys, yep. which begs the question. I know it's probably not going to happen, but, you know, one could dream. Um, what if we just next year, Hurricanes, if you are somehow listening to this podcast, which we would hope you'd be dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are, what make the make the alternates like I know they're the home jerseys now, but what if we make those the alternates again and we turn these 25th anniversary jerseys? You take out the 25th anniversary patches mm-hmm. and you leave these beauties as the new permanent home jerseys again, like we like we used to. How oh, great yeah. would that be? How that would, great be would that be amazing because I mean, I, I like the jersey, the red jerseys before they were taken away, but these. Yeah. These are immaculate. These are iconic. Whatever word that you want to use. Oh yeah, iconic. And let's just back for the twenty fifth. They're just so they're so great. Plus the numbering is so nice. The Mm -hmm. lettering is so great. Like bring these beauties back. Make these the new. Just make these the new homes. And let's just talk about this too. We wear these jerseys nine more times this season. Nine is my lucky number. So what, so what are you saying? Are you saying the Canes are going to go twelve and zero in these jerseys this year? Absolutely, I am. Could, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if they went Eric Stahl, Eric Stahl and O, in these jerseys? At that okay. point, you have you have to bring these beauties because if you're going to mm-hmm. go twelve and zero in the, even if they go ten and two in these jerseys, mm-hmm. good luck charms. Bring these babies back permanently. Mm-hmm. I don't care who says otherwise. I oh, love yeah. the black jerseys, but come on. I, I get grew, they're a 25th anniversary special, but uh, I mean, at bring that point. Bring these back. Bring these back. You can't, please. You, as Beth likes to say, and I can't use the word on here because I'm trying to keep it at least a little bit family friendly. You can't <laughs> F with tradition. So. Yes, you can't mess. You can't mess with tradition. I mean, it's just the jerseys are so iconic because I, because I grew up on these jerseys. Like I mm-hmm. grew up with this design. So, I mean, yeah. it would be so perfect. Like I said, I lo- I know everyone one of the black jerseys is the homes. I get it; they're great, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. But when these dropped, I'm like, okay, these have to become the new ones. I know yep. it's a special, mind building for this year, blah blah blah. But but come on, you got you know the fan base wants these back. You know they want oh, these absolutely. back permanently. Like come on, bring back the iconic numbering because like when you when you look at these numbers on any jersey, like I don't I know it's not an inch, but if you just look at the number design, you know the one team that comes up. And it's the hurricanes. Yep. You that this number design, the lettering, it just makes sense. It's the hurricanes. Oh yeah. So bring them back. Bring they, make these a new permanent. Let's make we'll that really happen, hurricanes. Uh, I'll have my people talk to your people. It'll. Hey, yeah. hey, you know, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, you know, talk to you know, talk to Mike. Let's talk to Wall. Let's just get everyone involved. Like, hey, what can we do? <laughs> what can we do to make these jerseys the new permanents? I mean. You know, we can probably send out an email to, you know, probably, oh, I don't know, the main Hurricanes guys that usually do all the great things over there um, for the, the basic. Yeah, like, let's talk to David Piper. Let's talk to him. You know, why not? <laughs> let's we'll get the be, big guys involved. Let's get the big guys involved. Let's make this work. But mm-hmm. honestly, these, these, these jerseys are just amazing. I mean, I love yep. them. They're great. Oh. But, yeah, so 3-0 in the 25th anniversary jerseys. And then real quick. Um, we had a penalty shot last night in, yeah. in the game. Uh, so this was from the NHL public relations. The Canes are eyeing their seventh win in eight games, and Stefan Noison or Nason, 
I always say Noah Sin is Nason. <laughs> uh, his first career penalty shootout goal was the team's leading has the team leading through 40 minutes. And here's what the here's what the graphic says. He became, Stiff and Noah Sin became the fourth different Hurricanes player in the past 10 years to score a penalty shot goal, joining Jeff Skinner back on March 13th of 2017 and March 7th of 2014, Elias Lindholm on January 24th, 2016, and Brad Malone on February 3rd, 2015. It's a nice little club to be a part of. Yeah, you know, you, especially you got, with two names and Jeff Skinner and Elias Lindholm. Heck yeah. Yeah, I know I know Jules will like that one. I was gonna that. I was gonna Elias bring Lindholm. that up. <laughs> but yeah, that but the fact the fact though too, he like he had a slap shot too. Like yeah. like some like Tracy said it best, he went old school with it, which I think is so cool. Yeah, like he didn't get like he didn't get you know fancy with it, all that stuff. He's like, you know what? Nah. Just yeah. bomb a just bomb a clapper right there and just against Grubauer. So which you I mean to, not, not the it. biggest feat with how he's been playing the past year yeah. and a half, but I don't know. I, I it's it's really cool, especially for him. This being his first full year uh, yeah. up with the Canes, I just it, it's yeah. super exciting to see. I love it. Yeah, you love to see it. So you guy pulling old school moves. I I dig it. In in the twenty three jersey too, so I mean you love to see it. So yeah, so he is the fourth Hurricanes player in the last ten years to hit a shootout goal or a penalty shot goal. So I mean, you love to see it. So so we are going to go into a break real quick, talk about our amazing sponsors, and then we have a lot of goalie talk. So we technically have thirty minutes left in the podcast, but of recording time in the middle of us recording this on a Friday. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what we, we can get to. <laughs> Probably not. We have we have a lot of goalie talk to talk about mm-hmm. because um, this is gonna be a fun topic. So, before we get into all of that, let's go into our quick break to talk about our amazing sponsors. Hey, what's going, on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Kaniacs as well. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off your order and it helps and it lets them know that we sent you there and it help us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primalxhockey.com. Use search cash for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at primalxhockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. Uh, amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. 
Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsors at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you are fellow Hurricanes fans, you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, and we also have merch on there as well. Uh, if you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season or just a t-shirt to come and rep the amazing Surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code SURGE at checkout for 10% off there as well. And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of Belly Up as a whole, and that is Canada Dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days in general, I would definitely say check out Canada Dips. They're a great CBD company um, out of California. And the good thing is it's hemp only, no THC, so you can just – Take them whenever you can. They're coming in little pouches, about 10 milligrams, 150 milligrams per can. So you get about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains, like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone. Uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to canadipscbd.com and then slash belly up 20, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com. And at checkout, use Belly Up 20, and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of Belly Up Sports if you go use that discount code of Belly Up 20. I couldn't recommend these guys enough. They're great. They're amazing. So definitely check out Canadips at CanadipsCBD.com or just NormalCanadips.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp CBD type stuff. But definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us the podcast and also belly up as a whole so without further ado let's send it back to the rest of the episode and we are back <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's probably so confused <laughs> see if we if we if we ever kept a blooper reel we would have so many great bloopers on this show just because of the fact of us in between our break times because we just stay live on our break oh man okay anyway let's, let's get to one rookie goalie oh yeah so we are we are going into a lot of goalie talk here i mean we got i don't know we got a shutout streak we got you know just more numbers numbers and more numbers coming out i mean now we got like historical goalies coming back in for the hurricanes i mean you know <coughs> 
You okay? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little overexcited there. <laughs> I mean, I know we're going to talk about, I know we're going to talk about Piotr the Great, but it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Um, so a lot. Okay. So we're going to throw a lot of stats out of you guys on this one. Cause Pierre Kachekov has just been playing out of his mind this season. We can't help it. <laughs> we can't. So the first one's actually going to come. So we talked about Walt Ruff earlier, how Pierre became the first team's first net minor in 20 years to post back-to-back shutouts, which the last guy to do it was 2003. You've probably seen the graphic, but can you remember who that goalie was Bailey? Oh my gosh. Wait, we literally just talked about it before starting the episode. Why am I blinking? Um... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. He just had a kid. Yeah, no, I, I. He is like he has iconic breaking news videos. Oh yeah! Oh my God, Kevin Weeks. There we go. Weeksy. He's the first Hurricanes <laughs> goalie for back-to-back shutties since Kevin Weeks back in two thousand and three. Okay, nice. Piotr is feeling himself. He's the only yeah. goalie. In the, he's the only goalie in the NHL this year. With back-to-back shutouts. Yep. I mean, let's. I mean, if that's not exciting enough to talk about, let me just pull up some goalie stats in the NHL real quick. So, Pyotr Kachetkov is tied for third in the NHL with his goals against average, only behind Ilya Simsonov and Linus Olmark, and his uh, goals against average is two point oh one. And I think uh, that that Detroit <laughs> shutout really helped him i mean when you're like almost a you're almost at two or a sub two yeah i see you're pretty feeling pretty good about yourself yeah i mean that's pretty good save percentage is that good i I think it might be a little good maybe just a little bit right (laughs) um if as far as save percentage those these stat this stat doesn't look as good um but he's still sixth in the entire league and you gotta think there's a lot of goalies in the league um so the only goalies ahead of him with his nine or 0.923 save percentage is Ilya Samsonov and this is in order from first to fifth Ilya Samsonov Linus Olmark uh Colinar Hellebuck Ilya Sorokin and Matt Murray Two of those five goalies being uh, members of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, I mean Sam Sonov, he he's been he's been feeling it too. So I mean, mm-hmm. you, gotta, you gotta give the guy props because you know how he was going to be after leaving, you know, the Capitals, just like you know Vitek Vanacek, right? And the, way, the way he's been playing, it's been he's been playing out of his mind too. So I mean, 
I don't know. And we won't talk about wins just because he came in a little later than a lot of these goalies. But as far as uh, shutouts, he is in a three-way tie for first, uh, tied with Billy Huso and Connor Hellebuck. And that's that. That's with what three shutouts on the season? Three shutouts. You love to see it. You love to see it. And and so this is from Hurricanes PR. Pierre Kachekov stopped all twenty-seven shots faced. Um, for his third career shutout, all in the 22-23 season. This was against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tied Alex Ndelkovich from the 2020-2021 season for the second most in a single season by any rookie net miner in franchise history, where Peter Sidorkowitz, S-I-D-O-R-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z, Oh, Sidorkowitz. Yeah. How the- <laughs> there is no effing way you knew how to pronounce that name just by me spelling it out to you. There is no way. <laughs> Come on. You, English is not that hard. <laughs> There's names I've heard you mispronounce so badly that yeah. it was... Mm-hmm. You can't pronounce Luchich, but you can get this... <laughs> I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans <laughs> on this. Malarkey. I call malarkey the audacity, <laughs> the unmitigated gall to just pull that out of nowhere. What can I say? I'm just that good, Zach. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Here we go. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Pierce Dorkowitz asked four. And this was the 88 and 89 season. So we're going like you know, back, 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 yeah, back, back. Um, so, so Pierre's, you know, like I said, it's got the three. You love to see it. Um, so this is from Walt Ruff. He's got this. I'm just going to do these back to back because they're kind of close to each other. Uh, Pierre Kachekov went into the game uh, against Seattle. Uh, he is 10 minutes and 13 seconds shy of passing Jason Muzzati at 130, 130 minutes and 12 seconds for the franchise's longest shutout sequence by a rookie. The record is stood for 26 years, and this is already Kachekov's second bid at it. Second, having posted a run of 129 minutes and 57 seconds in November. In November. Uh, okay, then this was about six hours later. The shutout sequence officially comes to an end at 151 minutes and 26 seconds, the longest by a rookie net miner in franchise history and the sixth longest by any team goalie impressive stuff now wait in the history of the league history of the franchise okay franchise i'm gonna say six in the league is kind of impressive oh no 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 no, <laughs> no. so okay so this is the angel public relations we're yeah so, so this all this comes into into the shutout into play here right yes pierre kachekov allowed his first goal since december 10th his 151 minutes and 26 second shutout sequence through that span is the longest by a rookie in Kane's slash Whalers history, besting Jason Muzzati's previous benchmark of 130 minutes and 12 seconds from March 22nd until April 6th of 1996. Now, in terms of the history of the entire team, here's the official list. I'm going from 10 to 1. So at number 10, Kim Ward. 2016 17, 142 minutes and 17 seconds. Mike Lute, uh, 89 90, 145 minutes and 28 seconds. 
in eighth. Archers Urbe in the 2000-2001 season, 146 minutes flat. Okay. Sean Burke in the 96-97 season, 147 minutes and 46 seconds. Then it's Pierre Kachekov. So there, so Piotr right there is at six. Then Mike Lute did it again. Lute did it again in 86-87 of 151 minutes and 34 seconds. Kevin Weeks of the 2002-2003 season, 155 minutes and 47 seconds. Archer's Urbe again in the in the 98-99 season, 156 minutes and 47 seconds. Kevin Weeks again in the 2003-2004 season. Damn, Weeksy. Weeksy had some runs. Here's this one though. So, like I said, Archer's Urbe was at 156, and that's the third longest. The second longest by Kevin Weeks. Back in 0304, 183 minutes and 16 seconds. <laughs> now, for the all-time greatest shutout streak by a hurricane, Hurricane Whalers history. I would ask you to guess the goalie, but I know you're not going to get this. Okay. Trevor Kidd of the 97-98 season. Mr. Iconic Pads, Trevor Kidd? Iconic pads, Trevor Kid. Okay. <clears throat> His pads were just beauties. They're offended. You're, you're get ready for this. Two hundred and nineteen minutes and twenty one seconds in the ninety seven ninety eight season. He he almost he almost hit two hundred and twenty minutes. Holy! He Lord. was he was thirty nine he was thirty nine seconds shy of hitting two hundred and twenty because he was at two nineteen twenty one. He was 39 seconds shy of hitting 220 straight minutes of shutout. Yeah. That's, I'm, wow. Yeah. Uh, Piotr Kachekov, is he? He's joining a really impressive list. I mean, he really is. For the fact that he's now the sixth longest by any team goalie, and he's the, and he's the number one rookie in terms of, of, a, of a shutout streak, just yeah. it's because if I'm huge, I could be wrong here, but how many of these other goalies were rookies when they did that? None, because Piotr's is the rookie. He so, yeah. Piotr is the rookie goalie yeah. to have a streak that long. And the fact and the fact that Merzetti, who had the previous record, wasn't even in the top ten. Yeah. He wasn't even in the top ten for rookie goalies. So Piotr is the rookie goalie in the top ten at That's, six. Yeah. And you're Fantastic. talking about, and you're talking about being guys like Archer's Irby and Cam Ward. Like, yeah. Like I said, Irby's got two. Weeks, he's got two. Right. Wardo with but, one. But, Wardo with one at the end of that list, which, I mean, unfortunately, I get I mean, it. I mean, I mean, I mean, he graded everything. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's Cam Ward. I mean, he can only do so much. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, Trevor Kid, though, 219 <laughs> minutes. Absolutely insane like that's a that's a run that's a run of all runs and let's just talk about this too and i think this plays a huge factor into this kind of getting Mm. into a tweet that the nhl network posted not or just a little over two hours ago right with and let me just read off this graphic for you real quick just (laughs) again and i've talked about three of these stats um his record for the season eight one and four is it for the season or is that just for the oh, season? This is for the season. One regulation loss. One regulation loss. Is Piotr Kochetkov in the or leading the Calder conversation? 
Okay, well, let's do all the other stats. We're like, let's let's do the actual. So, again, and I kind of talked about these. So it's just the save percentage, the goals against average, and the shutout. Uh, save percentage at 0.923, goals against average at 2.01, and shutouts at three. And one and of these stats, he is tied for first in. And and they're and they're asking, is he? What was the question that NHL is Piotr Kachetkov leading the Calder conversation? This Absolutely. is a guy. He's a rookie competing with veteran tenders in the league. Right, but yeah, and then you're talking about guys like Matty Benier, Shane Wright, mm-hmm. like, like was it one of the uh, Jack Slavkovsky, Jack Quinn, like mm-hmm. all these guys, the like guys who everyone's like, oh, these guys are going to be like really. I mean, some guys are. I think Matty Beniers is like at 23 or 24 points for rookies. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing well, but 24. I mean, we're, we're in December, so I mean, his numbers going it's always going to get better from there, but. Is Piotr in the in the conversation to be leading the Calder? Absolutely, slam dunk, hundred percent. I'm sorry, no question. And I'm not. And this is me not being biased because you know we're, we are a Hurricanes podcast talking about a Hurricanes goalie because we love our goalies here. Mm-hmm. But non non bias aside, though, for the fact that you have your clear number one goalie out, he's been out for. Well, there was a graphic last night that I saw that the Canes, Bally Canes put out. I think he's missed, like, Freddie Anderson's missed, like, what, 17 games or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's like 17 or Like, he's missed a good number of games. Yeah. He's been out for a long time. Anti Ranta, he was out for a little bit. He's been kind of iffy back and forth. Piotr's basically been playing in almost every game for, I think he played, I think he started almost every road game. Yep. Dang near close to it. I mean, like, look at his record. He has one regulation loss. That tells you that he keeps his team in the game long enough to get you an extra point. Yeah. Like, just a point. Mm-hmm. He has four overtime losses. So, basically, if he has eight wins, so it's, what, 16 points, he's gotten you 20 points mm-hmm. in, his, in his 13 games that he's, play, that he's would, played in. Again, and we've kind of talked about this on the podcast, too, and saying that he can hold you past regulation. You got to think how much of that loss after regulation is his fault. Exactly. I mean, I mean, there was one game where he did give up an early goal on the first shot. That was against Arizona. Oh, and every every but, goalie uh, has their soft goals. He does. Yeah, least everyone does. One of those during the Seattle game last night. Right. Exactly. But you look at, <laughs> like I said, you got twenty points out of him starting. Mm-hmm. With one regulation loss, I mean, you, mm-hmm. like I said, you got sixteen just on the wins, sixteen points on the wins. You got four overtime losses, so there's four points. You got twenty right there, mm-hmm. twenty out of however many that is. Was it what did I say? It was thirteen games. So that's yeah. like what twenty six. Twenty out of twenty six. Quick math here. Quick math. Yeah. He's gotten you so every game he started this year. He's got you twenty out of a possible twenty six. His goals against average, you said, is a 2.01 in the nine ridiculous awesome save percentage in three shutouts in the, in the middle of a back-to-back and a run that lasted since, like, the 10th and we're on the 16th. Right. Like, he's now six all-time in a shutout sequence by a goalie, best rookie all-time, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah. Like I said, non-biased aside, you cannot look at these numbers and not say that he is right now the Calder leader. I mean, yeah, you got Manny Beniers at 24 points. You got Jack Quinn at like 17. You know, you have all these other guys who are playing really well, like Shaklovsky and all of them. But 
you can't overlook a goalie who's technically who is a rookie because he only played in three regular season games last year, and that was all at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me you can look at the numbers that Pierre Kachekov has right now and tell me otherwise that he's not a Calder leader because right now I think he is. Yeah, like I said, that's just non-biased. Now, if I if I was all right, let me put my Canes bias back on. Absolutely, freaking Lily, he should be yeah. leading. Look how amazing this guy is. But I mean. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Get fast, reliable speeds at home and on the go with internet and mobile from Xfinity. Switch to Xfinity Internet with unlimited data included so you can do more of what you love online. There's no annual contract required, so it's risk-free, and it comes with a two-year internet rate guarantee. Plus, when you add Xfinity Mobile, you'll get connected to the fastest mobile service, and you'll get major savings. Go to Xfinity.com faster, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more. Restrictions apply. Just again, and I mean, it's just you brought up a really good point, though, in kind of including uh, Jack Quinn and Maddie Beniers in this conversation because they definitely deserve to be in the conversation. Oh, 100%. As skaters, like they're insanely good in the because this is not an easy league to play in. Um, just looking at skaters, too, Connor McDavid's already at 60 points in the league. He's a cheat um, code. He's, he's a cheat code. Like, come on. Leon Dreisaitl following him at 52, Tage Thompson at 46. Um, for Tage, a rookie to be... Tage, Tage Thompson's a problem. Yeah. He is such a problem. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, Jason Robertson hitting 23 in goals is crazy. So, I don't know. Just a, just a look at Matty Veneers, who has already hit 23 points in the season. Um, I'm not quite sure where Jack Quinn is at. Um, Seven, I think he's at 17 or 18. Okay. And then, I mean, you yeah. have Shane Wright, who's following a little closely behind. Yes, 23 points is impressive, but comparing skaters to goalies is like comparing apples and oranges. You yeah, have to look at what makes them stand out in their own category. And no, no, if I'm looking, if to. I'm trying to compare them as best as possible, Pyotr Kachetkov stands out a hell of a lot more to me than Matty Beniers does. Which, yeah. and like I'm saying, Matty Beniers is still impressive in his own right. It's just, yeah, these guys are looking at accomplishments. It's, yeah, not well, even like, well, also, there's also Owen Power mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Yeah. With Jack Quinn. Yeah. So, but the thing is, it's like I understand. Like they're they're gonna have a you're gonna have to skew the goalies a little bit because especially for rookie goalies, like rookie goalies are supposed to like not really be starting games, Mm-mm. not getting teams to wins, not playing. It's hard to out. put goalies in the Calder conversation, much less leading it. Now, Nedeljkovic, he was in it. We've had a few seasons. anomalies in the past few years. Nedeljkovic was two seasons ago, but that was like a half a season though. Yeah, and and that was still impressive. And I mean, we're still we're not even we're not even into the new year yet. We still got, like I said, a fifty. When I say fifty three games left into the season, so anything can change between then. Yeah. But if you're talking right this minute, we're talking on December sixteenth on a Friday. Is Pierre Kachekov right now leading the Calder talks? 
absolutely 100%. And like I said, this is me being non-biased. You, the fact that he's got a goal against average just a smidge over two, like 0.01. He's gotten eight wins, one regulation loss. He's gotten you 20 of the last 26, 20 of 26 points that he's played in mm-hmm. already with one regulation talk, loss. Let's That's, go back to that goals against average really quickly. There are only two goalies that are below two. And they're both veterans of they're this both league. Veteran goaltenders. Yeah. So it's one thing to be like, okay, well, we have to look at goalies a little bit different because you know it's it's a, it's a little bit hard to look at rookie goalies because usually rookie goalies aren't be, aren't supposed to be doing what they're doing right now, mm-hmm. like what Piotr is doing. Yep. I mean, because you look at Cam Ward, rookie goalie didn't really kick off until the playoffs. He yeah. played well in the regular season, but he was the playoff goalie that got us the cup, and then mm-hmm. he was the starter forever, and he played really well as the starter for a long time too. But the way the way Piotr's playing right now, and like I said, he hasn't even been he hasn't even been here for a full year yet in North America. Yep. And like I said, there's a lot of games left. I'm not trying to say, oh, he's going to win it. Give it to him now. I'm not saying that. I'm not yeah. saying he's going to win it now. No, but if you're, I but, mean, don't stop the count at this point. Give others a chance to kind of catch up. But exactly. But that's what I said. But if you're asking us, like what the Angel, what the Angel Network tweet said, is he leading conversations right now on December 16th? Mm hmm. A hundred percent. I think Absolutely. he should be. He has to be in the conversation. You're like, well, well, you know, he's a goalie, blah, 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 blah. Shane Wright's better and all this. The Hurricanes are a better team in front of him than what then what Seattle's doing with Shane, with all these guys. Seattle's like, been well. somewhat impressive this year, so I don't think that's really a... Right. And it's like, well, there's so many, like, well, when Freddie comes back, they're going to send him down. So it's just like, there's no point of <clears> talking <throat> about this. It's like, but for me, and like I said, we could we both can be biased all day on this pick. Oh, it's absolutely. Automatic, but goalie enthusiasts, also, it happens. But. Yeah, but we're also real, like for me, I, I try to be more of a realist when it comes to like understanding. Like, we have to look at the league as a whole too. We're not just oh, we're not going to be a Jack. Uh, was it Jack Edwards of the Boston Bruins? The announcer? <laughs> not going to oh, be God. him. I'm not going to do that. To quote the Carolina Hurricanes, that one should have stayed on the papers, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like that where I'm going to home run up to the cows come home, but I'm, I want to be a realist with it. It's like yeah. there's still a lot of games left. Anything can happen, but if we're talking like right now, he At has this to be. current moment. Because with, with those numbers, you cannot convince me that he should not be leading the Calder talks right now. Because mm-hmm. no rookie goalie should be having these numbers. Mm-mm. None. Especially this early in the season. Because he's technically supposed to be the third goalie in our system. He's supposed and to be, that's he's, one of the so I was looking through the comments on this tweet and let oh me gosh. let me let me just read some of these out for you or I need to find it hold on hold on pause um <laughs> la, la, la. somebody so somebody mentioned yes and he's starting coming starting to come into the Vesna conversation as well might be a bit of a stretch but I can see it especially being well, as high in the rankings as he is right now if we're talking, if it's if we're talking Samsonov, who's oh, all, if we're talking Samsonov, Allmark, and Kachekov as the finalist, if if the finalist list came out today, and you said Samsonov, Allmark, and Kachekov, a hundred percent, I would agree with that because there's yeah. your three, they're your top three guys in the league. Yeah, there you go. There's your three guys. Bring him into the Vesna conversation. I wouldn't For, say he's leading that yet. No, but, you know, no. no. I'm just saying he would be in the Vesna conversation if we're talking right <laughs> this minute. Yeah. Somebody, of course, it's a Bruins fan commented, was like, are we really asking if a third string goalie should win the Calder? 
And somebody replied was like, tell me you don't know what or what you're talking about without telling us you have no idea what you're talking about. So basically, yeah, I mean, you're talking about you're talking about a goalie who's technically right now. He's still on an emergency loan to the team. Like he's supposed to be in Chicago right now playing with the Wolves. Mm -hmm. And he's like, like, he's not even like called up. He's an he's the emergency loany goalie. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, so, he, so he's not even on the ro- he like he's on the roster, but his status isn't NHL Mm-mm. emergency loney. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, so and, and just to think about it too, because I need to pull up these stats. I don't remember um, his stats while he was still down in Chicago for the entire or for the first part of the season. Oh. Um, I'm pulling up the roster now. Um, I, I don't know. You might have to go like hockey DB or like uh, elite prospects or something to pull up those stats. Cause I don't know. If they're, I don't know if Chicago will even have them right now. No, they, I, I remember seeing them. Um, let's see. Uh, la, la. Is he? Wow, so he's not even listed on the Chicago Wolves roster on the site right now. All right, look, I'm going. I'm going to go to. Yeah, look up HockeyDB. See if they've got that. Uh, I'm, well, I'm, on, I'm on Elite Prospects right now. I want to see because because they, they have stats for like everything right now. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Player stats this season with the Wolves in five games. He was two two and one with a nine eleven save percentage and a three goals against. Yeah. That's insane. I yeah. yeah I have zero it's, words. It's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> how good he's playing right now. What does that tell you? It it tells you how good he's been playing right now. And you have to say he is in the I think he's in the Calder conversation. He's leading the Calder right now. Just because yeah. of those stats mm-hmm. alone. I mean, even even in Chicago, like okay, it was a three. He's only he only played he only played in five games. Yeah. So that tells you so, how quick I mean, he came up. It's also you're you're also playing in front of a team who is worldwide. Like they, yes, they won the Calder Cup um, this past season, but you're also looking at a team that looks completely different from last season, sitting in front of him. And oh yeah, like 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 Nason's up here in, in, in mm-hmm. with the with the cans. Sheffield's mm-hmm. up here too. Podolski is on a different team. Like, like Paul, oh, sorry, Paul Rolski is on a different team. Like, there's a lot of guys who are I was about to Chicago say, who are you right talking now. about? Podolski? <laughs> I, I, I just got his name right. It's taking me a bit. But, yeah, I mean, there's, like, so many guys that aren't even with Chicago right now. So, yeah, that's why they're, that's why they're struggling this year right now in the <clears throat> AHL because yeah. the team is completely different. But So, now, to bring him up into the bigger league, yes, it's – I I think it speaks volumes, the change in record and stats from the AHL to the NHL, not just because, oh, yeah, the NHL is a harder league and he's got better stats here. That makes him an elite goalie. He also has a fantastically skilled team in front of him. Yeah. Like if if you add this, if you add this year's record to his record last year, he's technically 11. he's 11, one and four. (laughs) If you had if you had his three wins from last year, even better, 
cool. Yeah. I, so, so, but this, but this goes into our big conversation that me and my that me even me and my dad had uh, that he brought some good points too. What do you do with the goalie situation? Because you can't send him back down to Chicago right now. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're waiting for Freddie, but you can't just throw Freddie back in. He's been out for weeks now, like months even. Like he's missed. He's I think he's creeping almost twenty games missed. Like I know I, I know he's back on the ice, but something I would love to see is do you remember when Peter Morozek was still with us and they sent him back down to Charlotte just as a kind of conditioning stint for a game after oh, yeah, injury yeah. to make sure he was yeah. kind of in good shape to go? I would love to see them do something similar with Freddie. I think I think they could do that. I think the Hurricanes could say, "Well, you know, we're giving him a conditioning stint. He's been out for so long. Mm-hmm. We can't just throw him right back into games, even as a backup, because he hasn't played games in no. months. And he's like he's creeping almost the twenty games of not played. So, like, I would hope that the Hurricanes are able to use that because I mean, heck, Seattle did the Deshane right. They mm-hmm. put him. We did that with even, Dylan Coglin. Yeah, well, Cogs hasn't played very much at all this year, so they mm-hmm. got to give they had to give him some ice time. But yeah, I mean. Like they did. That's what the Seattle did to Shane Wright at Coachella Valley. The guy were like, "Okay, you weren't playing that great. Let's send you down. Let's get you some, you know, ice mm-hmm. time on the top line at Coachella Valley instead of like the random fourth line with Seattle." Yep. So I could see the Hurricanes doing that to Freddie. It's like, but it's like, how long can you do that though? So then it's right. It begs the question: Do the Hurricanes play? Do they do they keep three goalies and just kind of see and just rotate it out and see how they're playing with that? Or do you see someone possibly getting traded before the trade deadline? You know, like, are we talking like a, are we talking a, let's get this goal, let's get him traded in December or January and get more of a haul back now instead of a, you got a month left in the season. Let's see what a rental can get us. Right. And it just, before, I don't know, before I can confidently answer this question, it's a matter of, yes. So Piotr Kochetkov is on the team on an emergency loan. Mm. Once Freddie comes back and we have two capable goalies, what does that say? Do we still keep him on an emergency loan? Or at that point, it's not an emergency. No, they no, they would have to say that he has to stay, or I think they would have to send him right back to Chicago. Yeah, and so figure that out. It's like they, they basically would have to they would have to fill, open up a spot to keep him up here, mm-hmm. or he has to automatically go right back to Chicago, regardless. Yeah, if, and that's a matter of I don't know. I I just I don't think there's enough. We we have too many pl- talented players that we're trying to work into the roster as it is to be able to send them down and feel comfortable sending them down. Yeah, like for like I guess it you could run with three goalies, but then you're really running into who's the backup and who's the starter and who's the guy gonna be in the press box. Right. Like and that, honestly, like, it's I don't see any goalies getting traded at the deadline. And I'm probably one of the only people in only one of the only Canes fans who thinks this. I'm I I just don't see it happening. I, I'm. I do see one of them leaving. I could, I think it could be before the deadline. Actually, I if we're talking a possible contender who needs a goalie really badly, I could see them going for one of our goalies. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky. 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get fast, reliable speeds at home and on the go with internet and mobile from Xfinity. Switch to Xfinity Internet with unlimited data included. Plus, save when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Yeah. yeah I could see I that just, happening. But it's, it's also to the point, too, do we kind of use them as a trading piece like we use Tony D'Angelo to get picks? or Pro- prospect, is- Prospects and picks. You get pro. If you're going, if you're going into a, if you're going into a, um, because at that point too, you also have to be very careful about the prospects that you're getting in return. Well, yeah, too, because course, you look at yes. what was it? Um, when we got Max Domi, we got two prospects as well who are never going to touch the NHL ice. Well, I mean that so. was yeah, that was I mean that I mean yeah we gave up we gave up two prospects yeah that weren't going to see the ice and that was just a rental deal right so, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, if you're talking, you're talking about Max Domi. If you're talking about a Freddie Anderson or an Anthony yeah. Ronta who could start on a lot of teams this year, you're going to get a lot. You're going to get something back more than just two random prospects. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think you're you you could probably get a good decent like I you could possibly like a second like a second round draft pick and a prospect if you go for a mix or like a second and a third. I mean, but you're you you're also talking about board, half of the Jennings. So I think, it, and this is something, if, if I were to entertain a potential trade, because like I said, I don't see it happening, but I could come to eat my words here in a few months. Yeah. You go for a first or a second. I think a third is way lowballing it for half of the Jennings. But I understand that, but you're talking about last year Jennings, but you're talking about this season where Freddie's been out for a long time. You're talking about Antti Ranta, who has been playing good, but he's not Antti Ranta last year. Like he's getting outstarted by Pierre Kachekov, who's the third string goalie. Like that, Piotr's been on a massive run as of late. Like he's really he he really made the case for him being the top guy in that net. I would love to say, yeah, you could get a first, or you get a first and a second, or possibly a first. That's going to be a little tough now for the. Well, I'm not that. saying a first and a second. That's okay. That's well, if, well, if you're getting, uh, well, a first, you would I have can, you would yeah. have to get very. You would. I would think you would probably have if you do that. There's possibly talks of retaining half on mm-hmm. a Friday contract to get a first to work out for you. But it depends on who that contender is. They can give up a first round pick for Freddie if they make that work. That's why I'm saying a second and a third and a third. If you're going two picks might work for Freddie Anderson because he's still a starter, but yeah, I don't um, know. It's, it's, I, I can, I can see it. I, and again, maybe I'm highballing him. I, again, goalie enthusiast. I'm, I, I treasure my goalies. I adore my goalies, but um, I don't know. I just, Again, I, I can't see I can't see him getting traded. So I guess to pose a question to you then, in a potential Freddie Anderson trade, what team takes him and what does that trade potentially look like? Oh geez. Um well, I mean, if we're looking at the possible 
because if you're if you're the Hurricanes, you know, if you're trying to give Freddie an absolute shot to go for, a, you would have to change to a contender. You would mm-hmm. have to give him to a contender that actually works. I mean, I would say you could Boston, Vegas, no, uh, New Jersey, no, Toronto, they don't have the money. Dallas. Uh, I don't know about Dallas. I don't think they have the money. I would say you might be looking at maybe an LA Kings, possibly, because they are they are 11th in the league. And I know wild card wise, they are second in the Pacific Division. They they are behind Vegas and they're headed to Seattle. Yeah. So you could say possibly the LA Kings. Um, I was going to yeah. say, what do the LA Kings have to give up too? Because they. The only pick they are missing from the for the twenty twenty three draft year is their round seven. So you could look at a possible first, and you could, you could look at a second or a third. You could look at that yeah. now if you're talking if you're talking about possibly maybe a, a player. I mean, you probably most likely you're probably looking at maybe a prospect with the yeah Kings. i'm looking I'm, at their non-roster stuff right now because they i was gonna say they have a lot of rfas coming up next season yeah so i mean you could do it you could do a like trade rights yeah right i mean are you looking at you know velarde or kaliev i mean if you're looking for guys currently now i mean i think possibly if is turcott still with the kings i think he still is uh I, no he's even in their farm system oh yeah he is yeah he's non-roster you can possibly look at an alex terracotta if the if the kings aren't really high on him because he's been kind of figuring out how it's going on down there i mean you could probably look at the kings get a couple picks out of them possibly or we get you know a, like i say a second and a prospect yeah i can see the, I, I can see the kings as a possible destination Again, maybe maybe then... maybe Seattle. If Seattle wants to get a little saucy with it and go and get a Freddie Anderson, and we get some. Give us picks. Morgan Geeky back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no I, prospect. I don't know how Seattle's on their prospects. I mean, they're still pretty new. I don't know how how many big. I mean, all their big name prospects are currently on the main roster right now. Right. So, I mean, if we're talking about contenders in the in the in the in the West, I could see probably LA. He's probably the best one to do it with. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, I don't like, I don't think Dallas would do it unless they want to send something back to our way. I don't know what exactly that would be, but you can, you can get a prospect and a pick out of it for right. Freddie. It's just who who's willing to give up, who's willing to give it up to do that and to, I, to ensure a goalie to get you farther on. And like that, that's the type of trade where you do that now and not the trade deadline where you try to get this in, to where you have the rest of the season to get chemistry down to get that all set up ready to go when you get into a playoff push instead of waiting until like trade deadline, now you get a month to figure it out with a new goalie. Right. And I, I guess, again, I'm probably an outlier here in saying too, I feel like, especially taking a goalie who's very injury prone, you could be very desperate for goalies. That's still a gamble. It's a gamble. Hey, it's the NHL, man. They, they, yeah, so we see weird trades, regardless. Like I said, no, I, and I'm not disagreeing with that. It's just, oh no, a, yeah, I no, I'm, I, I get what you're. No, I'm get what you're saying. It's just the thing is, like, 
if you're the Hurricanes, do you really want to send a guy who's who's right now the main reason why you're winning games? Like, right? No, and I, yeah, I, I'm not somebody who wants to see Piotr go back down to the AHL. No, I'm, I'm think, not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Like, would you, would you be able to capable? Would you do that though? Like, I just don't know. Like, yeah. that's tough. It's that, it, it's it's hard to say. Um, because like you said, you got a conditioning stiff for Friday. How long is that going to last? Then what are you going to do with Ranta? Like, yeah. if you send either one of those guys down, guess what? Huh? Waiver claims. Someone's going to snatch them. So you right. really can't send either one of them down. And it's like, let's say they do send Peter back. How is that going to, like, how is a anti-Ranta who hasn't started a lot going to work? How is a Freddie Anderson who hasn't played in almost 20 games going to look? Like, now you have to have the whole team kind of get used to having those guys most of the time instead of knowing that what you got in Piotr back there that's right. going to change that's going that's gonna, that's changing a whole lot of chemistry off the fly just like that so yep then it, like i said goes it goes into effect you run with three goalies until you figure it out mm-hmm. that's another thing i don't see the hurricanes running with three goalies very long and if they're like well, okay well we got to send Piotr back because we can't keep him up here then okay now you're now what are you going to do with the two goalies that you do have who haven't really one hasn't played in forever and one's getting outstarted by a rookie yeah like that that's tough and then like who are you going to trade with and who's going to take the bait on giving you some prospects and a draft pick out of it yeah and what's the better deal yeah no that's fair and i was gonna say too it this almost might kind of lower their value as well or actually no i was gonna say because if they had one more year on their contract they might be a little harder to get rid of especially freddie with his little larger contract and trying to move well, him but they they don't this is their last year so well no not necessarily because now you're not looking at a rental now you're looking at a guy who you could possibly control for another year and then you could use him as trade bait for next season if it's not working out that's true so really if you tap if you have like a second year attack on these guys then it actually might be a little bit easier to move them you might not get as much back possibly because or you could get more back i'm not sure but yeah if you if you tack on an extra year in either one of those contracts some team would take it. Some right. team would make that move because you got an extra full year with this guy. And if it's not working, they just use them as trade bait mm-hmm. for, an- for another trade. So right. that would make it easier. Possibly. It's just, it's hard too. Cause you mentioned as well, may- maybe not getting as much return for that kind of deal. And I feel like if we were to make that kind of deal, I, I, I love using Joel's analogy of the hourglass, um, mm-hmm. but we are in the last few years, I think to kind of do something because we have, Tons of contracts coming up where guys need to be re-signed and yeah, after, not enough cap to re-sign them. Right. Well, after well after next season, we're down to three guys. Yeah. So yeah, like th- like this upcoming off season and the next the next off season is gonna be the big one mm-hmm. because we have a lot of guys coming off the books next year. Yeah. So we'll down- we'll probably see a few contracts within or throughout the next season. Well, that's well that's why you're looking at Freddie Anderson. They're not gonna bring him back for four. That's why you could probably say Anti Ranta comes back for the same amount of money that he's on right now because he's on a two year, he's on two million dollars. Mm-hmm. Do you bring him back and just run Piotr and Anti Ranta next season at four million dollars combined, which which right. basically is what Freddie is right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, do you yeah. run with two goalies at four million combined, or do you go get someone else? Yeah. So back I, don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna make a trade, it's got to be something that's gonna keep us in 
the talk and in contention for just a little oh, bit longer, I think. So oh, I it, think. Yeah, I, like, Don like Waddell's not going to take anything that's going to be throwaway. I would, I would just say not even Don Waddell. I think just the entire staff alone, because like Walt Ruff has said a lot too. Like there's a lot of other people behind the scenes mm-hmm. that also, you know, make things work. So, I mean, that whole, that whole front office with the Hurricanes, I think they're going to make a deal that's going to work, either if it's for Ronta or Freddie. I understand that you don't think anyone's going to get traded. I I think someone's going to get No, traded. and that's why I love having these conversations too because <laughs> it's it's kind of it's cool to see other people's opinions on it. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I just, like I said, yeah. I, I don't know. I I see what happened last season around the trade deadline. I see us being over yeah, I, I just I don't know. We, we were we were quite we, the only move we really made was for Max Domi. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> he turned into a Mr. Game 7 once and that was all he did. Also, you got to remember, too, uh, Patch Ray comes back in February. Which, actually, would love to talk about this a little bit, too. Apparently, there it could be a little bit of a sped-up timeline. There is. Um, mm-hmm. There's talks about him being back um, late December, early January. Yep, I, I so. saw that. I would, say, I would say even maybe like mid-January, we could probably see something. So he's... It's he, and Walt Ruff said it best. He was like, "We've got to see him out of a yellow non-contact jersey before we even start talking about moved up yeah. timeline." I, I don't know what's Andre. I don't know when Andre. I don't know where we're going to get Andre Kasha back. That's another name. That's Andre Kasha. At this point, I love the kid. He's a liability with being on concussion, having this long of a concussion protocol. If it's taking him this long to get back, I. We'll be yeah, surprised uh, if we see him at all the rest of the season. Yeah, I the fact of how long he's been out for like we've seen guys out for that long of a time with concussions where it's mm-hmm. like they, they're get, it's almost time to like retire type stuff. We we see that concussions ruin athletes' careers. I don't think Andre Kasha is coming back, though I would love to be wrong. Yeah. Corey Crawford left on the same circuit. He was out, he was out for too long for so many years with concussions. I think with Andre and we he saw him retire. Andre yeah. Kasha might be like, I don't want to retire, but he might be on that path. And again, it's one of those things, muscle memory. Um, your brain never fully recovers after you get one concussion. The more you get, the more prone you are to them. So yeah, exactly. once he recovers from this concussion, what's to say he doesn't go get another one a week later? Exactly. So a little yeah. bump into the boards. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, with Patrick coming back, that's definitely gonna make things interesting in terms of how they're going to fit him in there and with mm-hmm. contracts and all that stuff too. That's what I'm saying. Possibly see a goalie leave when we get some contract space. I mean, all really depends. So, I mean, I don't know. Except I'm placing I mean, bets. I'm placing a bet placing now. <laughs> which which goalie gets moved? Like I, said, I would love to keep all of them, but it's just like, do you really do you really run risk running the chance of sending Piotr down right in the middle of a run that he's on right now to see how a Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Guy who's been singing for a long time in Freddie Anderson, and a guy who's getting out started by a rookie right now in Toronto. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough look. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I guess we'll see. So that's going to be fun. So to round little, out the episode, we, we did run. We did run a little bit longer than we wanted to, but I, mean, I knew that I knew the goalie conversation was going to take us a little bit of time for sure because that's mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's a lot of goalie talk, especially with how Piotr's been playing recently too. I'll, Perfect time to get a lot of stats and a lot of talking points just on the goalies alone. But so we are going into a forgotten Canes segment of the show. And you know, I'll go first this time since you've gone first the last couple of times. I'm going to go first for my forgotten hurricane. Okay. So my guy, my guy was from the, what year did I pick? I can't forget. Of the 2002-2003 Hurricanes team, but... He was drafted if okay. He was drafted fifth overall in the first round of the 1994 NHL entry draft by the Hartford Whalers. He spent nine years with the franchise. Uh, he accumulated 673 games played, 198 goals, 218 assists for 416 points. He was a minus 97 for his career with the with the franchise. His best season, 41 goals and 26 assists for 67 points in the 2000-2001 season uh, at age 24, where he had 106 PIMS that year, too, if Holy. that says anything. He is from Richmond Hill, Ontario. And this is where it's going to get fun because I know a lot of people might already know this answer just because of the fact of who this guy is. Possibly, mm-hmm. a lot of he. This guy's a very controversial former Hurricane. Um, some people like him, some people don't like him. He says he, at one point he did say he was embarrassed to be a Hurricane. He wore ninety-two for the Hurricanes back in the day. Okay, yeah, had, a, had a nice big shiner. On his eye, talking okay. about one Jeff. We're talking about one Jeff O'Neill. Jeff O'Neill, Jeff O. Oh, the the, the O dog. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who don't like this pick. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. But you know, we had to get a little spicy because we had to get a little spicy for this one. I mean, mm-hmm. At some point, Jeff O'Neill was going to get picked. Get it out of the way at episode forty nine, because why not? So I mean, I mean, we we've been we've just been doing Forgotten Kings since the start of season two. So I mean, we're Good, good point to get him out of the way, but yeah, Jeff O'Neill is my for, is my forgotten cane. So this will be an inter- this will be an interesting uh, topic in the comments on socials of like, wow, yep. Jeff O'Neill, really? You picked him? Mm-hmm. Hey, at least we got it out of the way now instead of save, instead of saving it for later. So I mean, there you yeah. go. That's, that's my for, that's my forgotten cane. One Jeff O'Neill. Interesting pick. To say the least. <laughs> I mean, so. hey, we could we, we, have a, we could talk about a lot more controversial hurricanes. I mean, hey, we haven't gotten to Aaron Ward yet, so I mean, 
I yeah. mean, you know, you know. Hey, hey, we, we haven't gotten to Aracala yet. So, oh, mean. God. If he ever steps foot in this freaking Forgotten Kane segment, I might actually lose it. <laughs> that, that would have to be like episode like 250 down the road where we're almost like tapped out of former hurricanes to talk yeah about. you remember this guy that this horrible human being when he played for the canes yeah by then by then we're in like season seven of the podcast and it's like <laughs> like like how many hurricanes we got left we're almost down to like five hurricanes left we've gone through the entire organization <laughs> mm-hmm. i will actually no i was gonna say i'll pick tony d'angelo before him but nope <laughs> never mind i take that back <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be fair to be to fair, be fair. I don't know if we're ever going to catch up to every hurricane on this franchise because that's going to take so long to go back through so many years and so many guys. I don't think we're ever really going to fully catch up unless we like, we started this podcast back in like 1997. What's a right. podcast? What's the, what's the internet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, all right. So, Bailey, who is your Forgotten King for episode 49 of the show? So, my guy is actually a pretty recent guy and he's still in the league today. But he is a guy that I kind of forgot about when in regards to him playing with us. Right. So he was not formally drafted um, into the league. He okay. was signed onto a uh, one year two way deal with the Canes uh, in 2015. Okay. He played with the Checkers for the first year of being here. And uh, or at least for 70 games and then uh, came up to the Canes uh, to play six games that 2015-16 season. Um, Then he started the 2016-17 season back with the Checkers for nine games and then came back to play the rest of the games with the Hurricanes. And that's where he spent the rest of his Carolina career up until after the 2017-18 season where he was traded to Calgary. Um, he spent three years in Calgary before his contract ran up and now currently plays with the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. He Right now, his uh, regular season stats uh, for the 2022-23 season, 30 games played, four goals, three assists for seven points total. When he played with Carolina, his best season was his last season with us, the 2017-18 season, with 15 goals, 23 assists for 38 points total. He did have a negative 15 plus minus, though. Yeah, that, like, that's like right at the end of the Dark Ages, too. Mm-hmm. So, and a big reason why he, I mean, he caught NHL interest, but he is a little bit on the smaller size in regards to centers in the right. league. Um, almost kind of nearing Patrick Kane level. He is 5'10", 185 pounds. Okay. Um, 35 years old. This is one mister from uh, Spokane, Mr. Derek Ryan. De- oh my gosh, Derek Ryan. Dude, what a <laughs> forgotten Kane, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, I'm like, who the heck? I'm like, oh yeah. I forgot. I did forget, but the thing was like Derek Ryan, like everyone actually liked Derek Ryan was with the Hurricanes because he was mm-hmm. like he threw the body. He like he did all the he did all the stuff that fans like. Mm-hmm. Played hard and all wow. <laughs> I did forget about Derek Ryan for a hot minute. Yeah, because because he was pivotal in the he was pivotal with the checkers too for a good bit. So yeah. Debbie got yeah. a late start for a career. Wow. Yeah. Well, there, you, there you go. Derek Ryan. 
What a pick. So, yeah. What a pick. <laughs> wow. I mean, newer Kane, but definitely a little forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> we, we paired Derek Ryan with Jeff O'Neill. What a just. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of our more interesting forgotten Canes, I think. <laughs> Yeah, we've had some really we've had some really good solid ones too of like just former and current games or a good mix of like formers, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff O'Neill. <laughs> Jeff O'Neill and Derek Ryan. What a what a I'm, combo. What a I'm combo. curious to our listeners, uh, for our listeners and as to who guessed my guy. I'm curious. I, 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 I don't know. I have a feeling Colin will guess it. I don't know, but oh yeah, for sure. I have, I have a feeling just with mine, it's like, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, it's oh no, as soon as you said controversial, I mean, even before then, I, I have a feeling they got it. I just, I don't you, know. You, you, didn't know what, you didn't know if it was Aaron Ward or the Jeff O'Neill one. So, like, <laughs> it's someone who's controversial. Which one are we going with? Here, We've had a few old controversial players. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, to say the least. Just to say, just to say the least, but... Billy, I think it's time to let the fans go. I know we ran a little bit longer than we thought, but of course we mm-hmm. did start like a half hour late. So I mean, very on brand for the on Surge brand cast. For us. Yeah, we'll start. It wouldn't be an episode of the Surge cast without going at least thirty minutes before sitting record. <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll start recording at eleven thirty. Didn't start until almost noon. Very on brand for us because we got to do a lot of our pre-show prep before. So it's like we basically yeah. just we just schedule our episodes to meet up and then actually start a little bit later. <laughs> it's a, get, it's a, yeah, it's a loose start time. <laughs> well, it's, it's our, it's our prep. Well, it's, it's our prep times now. All right. Mm-hmm. What's time, what time are we prepping? 1130. <laughs> we'll start at noon just because. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. But this was episode 49 of the podcast. Uh, Bill, before we let everyone go, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me at Bailey Curtis on Twitter. And that is Bailey with two Y's. Um, Anything Canes related, uh, come talk with me. I love chatting during games. A little bit of sad news with Twitter. Unfortunately, Twitter spaces are no longer a thing at the current moment. So, Unless um, unless you are a blue check mark. Unless you are a blue check mark. So um, unfortunately, we cannot do spaces over there anymore. Like I said, at the current time, hopefully Lord Elon will fix it. But... um, we'll see um but yeah so if you're wanting to kind of get in contact with me chat it up uh definitely shoot me a down or dm uh mention me love chatting anything hockey related um if you are looking for something a little more into my personal life uh you can check me out over on instagram at bailey lynn curtis um and with our uh new journey coming up here soon like i said look out for announcements on our socials uh we've got a lot of exciting things coming up here in the next month um including return to youtube once we kind of get everything figured out and sorted out on that end so definitely keep an eye on the Surgecast youtube make sure you are subscribed over there go hit the bell notification so you don't miss an episode upload and be sure to go look at some uh past episodes hit that like button comment uh do all that fun stuff over on those videos over there yeah, for sure. We'll definitely have announcements over the next couple of weeks for sure. So by mm-hmm. by the start of the new year, we'll probably have all the news will be out and we'll be ready to go for everything with yep. that. Um, but yeah, you can find me at uh, One True Zach on Twitter. That's Oni True Zach. You can find the podcast over at The Searchcast. Uh, we also have a link in our bio that goes to where you can find our shows on you know Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. And also check out our amazing sponsors over there as well. Well, 
So we are, so one more quick announcement. We are taking, possibly taking next week off just because it's the holidays. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes that probably, I'm going to say about 95% next week is going to be an off week. I know we had an off week for Thanksgiving. We're probably looking at an off week for this for next week for Christmas just because of our scheduling conflicts with our guests and all the behind the scenes stuff that's going on. So I would say probably look at a 95% chance. You if something exciting happens in the league and we can make it work, we'll try to make it work. But if, if not 95% chance, you probably won't see us next week. It'll probably be the 30th is probably when the, it might, we will probably see us back. So, but we'll keep everyone updated in case anything changes, but We'll see how that goes. If we don't see you before uh, Christmas, I hope everybody has a really happy holiday. Um, everybody be safe. Uh, eat lots of good food. Um, enjoy time with family. Um, yeah. And we hope to see you guys soon before the yeah. new year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make sure. Well, I'll have Bailey make sure we'll uh, knock out a Christmas graphic for everyone to say, you know, Merry Christmas. All that Absolutely. Christmas. Yeah. So, Bailey, homework. Make, <laughs> make, a, make a Christmas graphic for, cool. for, for the socials. Hey, you know how to do some graphic work. Oh, yeah. Can- Canva this. and I are best friends. I got it. <laughs> Same here. So, yeah, I, I trust you to make something really sick for the search cast in terms Absolutely. of something you put on the socials. So look out for that next week then. So at least you got something really cool to look forward to on Christmas Day, everyone. That Christmas yeah. graphic coming for you from the search cast. Because we love everyone. We love you all here who come Absolutely. listen to us. Absolutely. The talk to talk an hour and a half plus about your Carolina Hurricanes because <laughs> like they're the, they're the most fun team in hockey and they know how to do Star Wars night very correctly. So very I've awesome. seen. <laughs> Love to see it. But until next, I will say next week. Until <laughs> next time, episode for, fifty for our fiftieth anniversary of the show. I can't. We're almost hitting fifty. We got some great guests lined up for episode fifty. I hope everyone enjoys that one when we actually do get to it and officially drop it. But until then, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we'll see you next time here at the podcast. to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.